Welcome to It's a Lock, the industry leader in delivering world-class news, views, and analysis related to sports and sports betting. We promise to stuff every episode with square takes, losing streaks, kisses of death, and good old-fashioned degeneracy. I'm your host, Big Bet Brent, and with me, as always, is Mad Money Mike. All right, welcome back to part two. This is season two, episode number 20. We're going to be covering the NFL week 16 pick five. Mad Money Mike, I want to start it off with just a quick look at our Twitter. Guys, if you're not following us at It's a Lock Podcast, you're missing out. This week, there were a couple of funny gems that I retweeted. Mad Money Mike, have you seen Jim Nance's backyard? Oh, man, I am in love with that backyard, of course. Like, absolute. Uh, you know, it's, it's tough for me. I've seen, you know, I've seen the, you know, I've seen the little videos and of him, you know, hitting his shot into his little green. It's tough for me to watch because of the envy. Like I want that so bad and life goals, man. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) For those that haven't seen it, Jim Nance is like a mini golf course in his backyard. So, um, we can all set goals and that should be on our list of goals. Also, the Carolina Panthers, their kicker had some sort of injury in the pregame. And so as part of the warm-up process before the game this past week, they just lined up players. <laughs> like, here's a wide receiver. Hey, guys, who can kick? Who thinks they can kick? And so there's some funny video of, of Panthers players, you know, like not kickers, trying to kick field goals, trying to kick onside kicks. And uh, Mad Money Mike, that is as close as you can get to calling somebody out of the stands. Like, hey, if – Dear Panthers fans, if you're in the stadium wearing a jersey with between the numbers 50 and 60, please come out to the field if you think you can kick. So did you get a chance to see that one, Mad Money Mike? And would you oh. be a kicker? Oh, I saw it. At It's a Lock Podcast on Twitter is uh, is a place to go for these kind of videos, man. I absolutely loved watching it. One thing I will say is that's a big coaching blunder, man. What are you going to do? You're going to send your players out there? Hey, we just had a guy injure himself by kicking. Now let's take some of our good players and you go out and you thrash your leg in a forward motion that you've never, ever done before. You know, what? what's the worst that could happen? You know, come on, man. Like your kicker's out. Just like you go for two. Like you come up with some other game plan. Your punter does the kickoffs and you go for two everything else. You don't have your guys out there just like viciously. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, but but outside of the coaching blunder, uh, it was it was great great video watching for us. Well said and great take. Particularly a good segue into the injuries, news, and notes before we get into this NFL Week 16 Pick Five. Mad Money Mike, there were a couple of real serious injuries that you know during this holiday season make you want to sit back and, and think about you know what's it all about. You know, say you know be thankful for friends, family, you know. For the most part, those that have it, good health. Um, but yeah, Teddy Bridgewater had a brutal concussion. Donald Parham Jr. had a brutal concussion. Both of them are in good shape and have been released from the hospital. So that is very encouraging news. They're in concussion protocol, so you're going to want to stay tuned to, to how that shakes out throughout the week. The Titans, A.J. Brown, it's unlikely for him to come off an injured reserve, but that is something being discussed this week. Lamar Jackson is probable with an ankle, the quarterback for the Ravens. A lot of a lot of COVID news and 
you know, that has adjusted a lot of the schedule this past week. We'll see what shakes out this week. But some of the notable players in COVID protocol, Jared Goff, quarterback for the Lions, Travis Kelsey, tight end for the Chiefs, and Chargers defensive end Joey Bosa, all in concussion pro. Uh, I'm sorry, COVID protocol. So you want to stay tuned to that because it really depends on if they're vaccinated or not, how quickly they will come out of COVID protocol, and also clearly how bad the COVID is on that person. So um, Daniel Jones, quarterback for the Giants, he went to injured reserve. He had neck issues, went and got a second opinion. We talked a little bit in the last pod about the Buccaneers. Um, Chris Godwin went to IR wide receiver. Mike Evans and Leonard Fournette both have hamstring issues, but it sounds like Mike Evans may play this week. Leonard Fournette is likely to miss a couple of weeks, but they also got Antonio Brown back from his suspension due to faking COVID, uh, faking a COVID vaccination. So that is going to tee us up for NFL Week 16, Pick 5, Mad Money Mike. We're headed straight into Thursday Night Football, and that is the San Francisco 49ers heading into Tennessee to take on the Titans. The Hey-o. Titans. Let's go. Mad Money Mike, the Titans at home are four-point underdogs. The total is 44-and-a-half. Titans are 9-and-5. 49ers are 8-and-6. This is really a, a game of team, a game between teams with two different tra- trajectories. The 49ers looking really good coming off that uh, impressive win last week. They have a two-game win streak. Meanwhile, the Titans continue to flounder. They've lost three of four and really just unimpressive last week versus Steelers. Mad Money Mike, what's your take on this one? Short week, 49ers on the road, four points. That's bigger than a field goal. Who are you taking and why? Hey, before we get into uh, our pick six, man, I think I may be having a uh, an issue uh, with my microphone. Let me just, can I get a sound check? Loud and clear, my man. Loud and clear. Hey, yo. (laughs) Favorite segment, man. My favorite time of the week. This is where we hang our hat. This is where we make our money. Get up out of your seats, everybody. Get excited. Get pumped. It's time to make money. And I am starting it off. I am starting it off with your anti-bet of the week. I'm taking the Titans plus three and a half here, man. I, I just feel like. The 49ers on a short road. I watch Garoppolo play. I don't have a lot of faith in him still, man. And I just I, I just feel like this is – these are two hot and cold teams. Like they play good. They play bad. This is a line that you look at and you think to yourself, how is it possible that the 49ers are only favored three and a half? I think that this is a big-time trap spot. And I think the Titans – you know, can rally around, you know, the last loss and get it together and, uh, and and keep this game within a field goal. Give me the Titans plus three and a half. I love it, Mad Money Mike. And when you throw on the fact that it is a short week with a West Coast team traveling to central United States, I think that also plays into the Titans' favor. I got – I checked the lines from Cap Drings, and I'm going to give you the Titans the full four, my man. Titans plus four. Oh, nice. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Have we said thank you? Have we blessed the football gods that we have Saturday football, which is on Christmas Day? Mad Money Mike, have we done that yet this episode? Dear Santa, thank you. Christmas, 
This year is going to be extra special. God, two games on Christmas. I can't believe it, man. It's all I've ever wanted. It's all I've ever asked for. Well, <laughs> Tell me which one we're going with first. Mad Money Mike, we're going to cover the late game, the 8-6 and six Indianapolis Colts two-game win streak heading into Arizona to take on the somewhat listless Cardinals. They're 10-4, and four, but they're on a two-game skid. Cardinals at home. One and a half point favorites, so minus 1.5. Over under is 49 and a half. Mad Money Mike, are you rolling with the hot hand here in the Colts, or do you think the Cardinals bounce back? This is a tough bet. This really is a tough bet. A lot of people are going to be taking the Colts. A lot of people are going to be looking at the Cardinals coming off you know, two losses in a row, one of those being to the Lions. They're going to be looking at the Colts rolling heavy, just ending the Patriots' win streak. It's a no-brainer, right? Obviously, all those things I just said, the Colts win. So why is Arizona favored? That's the reason why it's a tough bet. And in this segment, we have to make a pick, as you know. And therefore, I am taking, somewhat reluctantly, give me the Colts on the road, plus one. Colts get the win. Keep it going. The Cardinals on a three-game losing slide after this one. Christmas let down in Arizona. Excellent. I thought you you faked me out there, Mad Money Mike. I thought yeah, I know, you were playing. I, know, I, know. I thought you were playing the zig and the zag of the NFL, kind of like the 49ers and Titans. But you're riding with the Colts. I, I like your take there too. At the end of the day, the Cardinals have been so bad after that seven and zero start. We need to see it before we risk our life on it here in this gun to the head segment. So absolutely, I'm with you on the Colts on. Christmas Day. All right, let's head to three games on the Sunday slate. The eight and six Buffalo Bills in a rematch heading into New England to take on the Patriots coming off of that surprising loss to the Colts, surprising to some of us, Mad Money Mike, because you called it. Uh, props to you last week on your lock of the week, um, which we'll talk about here shortly. But the Patriots at home, nine and five. Two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Bills. They just beat them two weeks ago, passed the ball three times. Mad Money Mike, do you think that they can revive the magic and repeat the magic here on the day after Christmas, or do you think that the Bills will learn from their mistakes and stop the Patriots' run game? Yeah, it's certainly not going to be the same game plan. That's a fact. That was that was exclusively due to the weather. That was like probably the nastiest weather game we're going to see all year, and it's mm. not going. They're not going to get away with it this time. Now the Bills don't exactly have it all figured out on offense yet. I mean, they still, you know, they still really lack a running game. And believe me when I tell you that they are going to struggle to run the ball in this game. But I do believe that Josh Allen is 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 finding end of season form. You can see it. You can just, when you look at him, when you watch him, this is a body language guy in terms of those of us, you know, who, who are looking for this kind of stuff, who are looking for on field momentum changes and looking for guys that are fired up and, and who just have that intangible. And when you watch this guy, you know, he has it. And I think he's coming into that at the end of the season, like championship caliber teams so often do. And with him really starting to rise to the occasion, I think that he's going to be able to take the game on his back and the Patriots are going to have to play from behind. And I just don't know 
if after watching last game that I can have faith in Mac Jones to be put in a high-level situation, coming off a loss, you know, knowing that he's playing from behind, feeling the pressure of not wanting to lose twice in a row, added pressure, having to come from behind, having to throw the ball. I just – it's a gun-to-the-head segment, Big Bet Brent, and you know what that means. If I pick wrong here, I'm dead meat. Mm-hmm. Give me the Bills. Plus two and a half, baby. Wow. Hot take, Mad Money Mike. You think the Bills learn from their mistakes on the road, take care of business in New England. I really like the points you made around the weather having such a negative impact on the Bills, whereas less so on the Patriots. And that may uh, have been the differentiating factor last game, which will now uh, – Mad Money Mike, can we get a weather check on the Bills-Pats game? Who knows? Maybe there's another 30-mile-an-hour you know, gale force wind storm coming in and uh that might affect our opinion you know it you know it give me uh give me a second here and uh modern uh technology we can uh we can move on now as i'm pulling up the weather what you know obviously uh weather dependent where are you at on this one big bet brent who you got oh man patriots at home less than a field goal give me the pads and did you officially make a pick on colts cardinals I'm with you on the Colts Cardinals. I need to see it with the I need to see the Cardinals do well again before I start backing them again. And if you give me the Colts plus points after how they just took care of business on the New England Patriots, I'm going to take them, Mad Money Mike. And did you make an official pick on uh 49ers, 49ers Titans? Titans? No. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, I like what you said around the Titans. I like. I, I think that the NFL does have a zig and a zag, and so a short week. Titans at home getting four points. I, I'm, I'm with you on the Titans. All right, we've got three ditto moments, loyal listeners. Big Bet Brent and Mad Money Mike are coming at you with the Titans, the Colts. I'm taking the Pats. You're taking the Bills. Okay, you're taking the Pats. I'm taking the Bills. Is that is that our first tracker bet of the week? We taking this to the side bet. Am I am I taking more money off of you than I have already? Well, I need Everybody to hear the weather report first. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So Sunday, the precipitation chance goes down to 20. So they're not really showing precipitation. But the wind does pick up 13-mile-an-hour wind. So nothing crazy, but it does pick up a little bit. So double-digit winds, low-teen winds, high of, uh, uh, you know, in the 40s. So a little less precipitation than I just said, but a little bit more wind, but nothing crazy. 13 miles. All right. I'll, I'll take this to the, to the tracker for 25. I'll take the pads nice. minus two and a half. Nice. All right. Lock it up. All right. Book it. All right. With that, let's head to our next Sunday slate game. We talked a little bit earlier about how the AFC North is such a cluster and this one will hopefully provide some separation and some clarity. The 8-6 Baltimore Ravens on a three-game losing streak. Lamar Jackson probable to play. Heading into Cincinnati to take on the division leading, but also 8-6, Cincinnati Bengals on a one-game win streak. The Bengals at home are two-and-a-half-point favorites. The over-under is 44-and-a-half. Mad Money Mike, it almost, uh, to be honest, I, I like the Bengals here. I think that their running game and uh, their quarterback, you know, Joe Burrow at home are going to get it done here. Meanwhile, Lamar Jackson coming off an injury, not looking good before the injury. I think the Ravens are, are on a slide. 
you know, they're on a they're on a slip and slide that ends in the in early off season, I guess. I'm curious where you stand on this one. Wait, so you are expecting Lamar Jackson to play? Yeah. R- reports are he's coming back. Yeah, he's expected to practice starting Wednesday. That's a mistake. That's a mistake, man. You got Huntley, who essentially just, uh, you know, would have beat the Packers if they had just kicked a thing and let the coin toss, you know, fall as it may. And now they're going to try and bring back Lamar Jackson, who's playing very poor. Like, I, I think that you, I mean, we get into this. You know, th- this is a thing that's happened many, many times where you've got the starting quarterback, goes out from injury, he can come back with the backups from playing better. We've seen this in years past, like with Pitts Magic and some other situations. Big time situation for the Ravens. Huntley's the guy right now. Huntley's the hot hand. Like I said, he would have just beat the Packers. You leave Huntley in, the Ravens win this game. You bring Lamar Jackson in, it's a true toss up. It's a true toss up. It's very difficult to bet if Lamar Jackson starts this game. But it's a gun to head segment. And so, got to make a pick. I am going with the Ravens plus two and a half. I just think that they've got something special. They, you know, it's it's tough. I think that these losses, I think when you are as well coached as the Ravens are, you have the ability to take tough losses and turn them into chips as opposed to turning them into gray clouds. You know, I don't think it's a monkey on the back. I think it's a chip on the shoulder. And I think that they harness the energy of potentially leading the division. And then with the 12th man, John Harbaugh on the sidelines, they get it done. Give me the Ravens plus two and a half. Shall we take this to the tracker for 25? You know it. Let's go. All right. Excellent. All right. We're going to close it out with the final game on the Sunday slate. The 7-6-1 Pittsburgh Steelers headed into Arrowhead, Kansas City. The Chiefs on a seven-game win streak. The Chiefs at home are only 10-point favorites. The over-under is 46.5. Mad Money Mike, I don't know if they sent out some sort of FCC or FDA or whatever, SEC, I'm sorry, if they sent out some sort of SEC communication, but I have maxed out all available funds and I have rented a dump truck and I'll be betting everything on the Chiefs here. 10 points, they're going to get that two different ways. The Chiefs cannot, the Chiefs, I'm sorry, the Steelers cannot score and there's no way that the Steelers defense is going to stop this newfound Chiefs, this revitalized Chiefs offense. Please tell me you're on my side here and that we can both just unite and make loads of money together along with all of our loyal listeners. Don't make me argue this one, Mad Money Mike. No, I can't do that. I mean, I, you know, certainly you know how I feel about things that are too obvious. This is way, 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 way too obvious. And that scares me. And I don't like it. But... <laughs> despite the very clear tinfoil hat moment that you know is going on with this particular line i still have to take it kansas city you've got it nine and a half right wow if you can get it at nine and a half i maxed out everything but i i don't think i have an american express credit card yet so i can max that out too i'm showing 10 but nine and a half is even better well you can always buy you can always buy half a point yeah, that's gonna cost you. That's gonna cost you odds, though. Of course, it's gonna cost you odds. But like, would you rather like, you know, what are you gonna do if they win by ten? It's nine and a half. What are you gonna swindlers. do if the sun doesn't it's rise tomorrow? It's nine and a half on swindlers right now. 
Tell me what how are you that's gonna possible. Do if the sun, what are you going to do if the sun doesn't rise tomorrow morning, man? Mike? Let's not spend our time talking about scenarios that are not going to happen. Chiefs. No, I'm telling you 40. it is. I'm telling you that it is. I'm telling you that on Swindlers right now, the line is nine and a half. We don't need to buy points. It is nine and a half right now. Let's take that too. I mean, I, I, I maxed out on my cards is what I'm saying. And it, the, the lower the line is, the better it is. Now I'm going to have to start calling like you're not, second relatives for loans. Are you, you're telling me that you're not concerned with how obvious that line is? No. All right. Well, it's a ditto moment. I'm taking it as well. But I am concerned and how obvious that line is, I would encourage our loyal listeners to lower your units, proceed with caution. We've got we've got an obvious alert here, but it looks good. <laughs> Way to throw up those mixed messages, Mad Money Mike. Dear loyal listeners, let me put it to you plain and simple. As we head into our lock of the week, in fact, I tell you what, let's head into our lock of the week segment. I'll tell you what. I'll bet you the next three people I ask, two of them will say that it looks like sugar rice. How much? Hundred dollars? Two hundred dollars? Thousand? Hey, wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. You know he's not supposed to bet. Come on, Jerry. It's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a lock. No. Dear Mad Money Mike, dear loyal listeners, this is the lock of the week. The Chiefs. Minus 10. If you can get the Chiefs minus nine and a half at home versus the Steelers, you need to make a lock of the week sized bet. And let me tell you, let me iterate why that is. The Steelers offense does not exist. It's like trying to take the square root of negative one. It's imaginary. It's fictitious. It is not in the realm of, you know, this world that we are living in. Meanwhile, the Chiefs are on a seven game winning streak and they are peaking at the exact right time and they are at home on a Sunday and they are led by Patrick Mahomes and they are coached by the world's smartest, biggest tomato. For those reasons, the Chiefs are a lock. Brent really (laughs) hung it out there. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Love the enthusiasm. Mad Money Mike is going to continue the winning streak. Can you call a winning streak one win? All right. I'm going to call it a winning streak. I've got nothing nothing else. I'm going to have to call it a winning streak. So the winning streak is going to continue at two by placing a rather sizable bet on the one and only Carolina Panthers. The Panthers? You know it, baby. You know it. There is no way. There is no way, no how, that the Buccaneers are going to be able to beat the Panthers by 11 points. Now, right now on the Swindlers, it's uh, it's 10.5. Carolina plus 10.5. I certainly like it at 11 more. I've seen 11 in some places. But 10.5 uh, is, is fine. Uh, they're going to empty the tank. They're going to empty the tank. This is a 5-9 and nine team who's who has an opportunity to give it everything they've got. When you are going up against Tom Brady, you give it everything you've got. This is a thing that happens in all of sports. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the reigning Super Bowl champions. Tom Brady is the guy in all of the commercials. It is a massive, massive motivator, a massive motivator that the the average human cannot understand. The Panthers players will dump the tank. They will give it absolutely everything they have at home. The Buccaneers are in big, big trouble with their injuries, and they will definitely 
Keep this game very close. Panthers plus 10.5. It's a lock. Mad Money Mike, I have to ask, are you anti-betting yourself or do you actually believe that spiel you just tried to sell us? No, I mean, I believe it, man. I believe it. That's the reason why. I mean, believe me, when you've made is when you've made when you've made uh when you've made a mess of the lock of the week segment the way that I have over the last like 4 months of our lives, you don't uh you don't, you know, you don't sell it just because you're unsure. You know, you know it in your heart. I've been watching this since I watched the Buccaneers get shut out by the Panthers. The Buccaneers just got shut out by the Panthers, man. Dude, Tom Brady had like four fantasy points. They're in big trouble. They're in massive, massive trouble. They got shot by a Saints team that is known for their defense. That's all they've got. And they've had the Bucs number in the regular season for the last six games. So there's something going on there. But the the Panthers, they don't have that stellar defense. And also, they all they they their quarterback may be worse than Taysom Hill. Have you seen what Cam Newton is throwing? I mean, he might as well be throwing papers. He's got no accuracy. He can't even run a bubble screen. I've always, uh, I've always had terrible things to say about Cam Newton. Yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. The line, the line is there for a reason, man. Like, it's not there because it's like a guaranteed lock for the Buccaneers. You know, like, did you like who set the lines? It wasn't you. It wasn't me. Somebody who set the lines knows what they're doing, man. Like, the line <laughs> is there for a reason. All right. If it was if it was an obvious win, you would have taken the Buccaneers as your lock of the week, but you didn't. <laughs> and if it was an obvious win, if all of these were obvious wins, then we would just we would all just like have a boatload of money. And like <laughs> Vegas would be like a dirt town. Okay. So <laughs> it's not uh, <laughs> We're getting real existential right now. But man, man like sure. I will give you some credit. It's a division game. The Bucks on the road. Anything can happen. We we ha- we used a similar you know a similar uh, stance last week. Double digits, division game. Anything can happen. There's uh you know there's a reason they keep the lights on. I just wanted to check and see if you were anti betting yourself because that's useful information because you just came off a nine game slide in our lock of the week segment. So I had to ask, but man, I'm like, hey, I appreciate that view and uh, hey, it's a lock. Yeah, I've got the I've got the I've got the Buccaneers potentially potentially losing this game coming down to a last possession. Last time I checked, a last possession is uh, less than ten and a half points. So I love this one, man. I absolutely love this one. This is uh this is one I feel comfortable with. I appreciate you inquiring on behalf of our loyal listeners as to where I'm at on this one. But uh, rest easy, rest easy, baby, because it's a lock. <laughs> Oh, all right. I hope you didn't take that as doubting you, Mad Money Mike, because that's no, no, the no, last never, never, thing never. that I have. Standard inquiry. Standard yeah. inquiry. I understand. Yeah, just seeking to understand. I tell oh, you, yeah. let's close it out with Cheeto's anti-bet of the week. She is taking the Cardinals minus one and a half at home versus the Colts. We went over this game in the rundown, but I told her how I like the Colts. I think they're hot. The Cardinals, they're sliding, yada, yada, yada. She wasn't buying it, so her anti-bet, give her the Cardinals at home bouncing back. So with that, let's head to our closeout segment, Diaper Dad Diaries. Mad Money Mike, I think you went first last week, so I'm going to start this one off. We got some Christmas toys. Our nanny gave Kramer a couple of Christmas toys, nice. a little Nerf football and a little plastic lawnmower. 
and Kramer loves him. He is do he's he's going to be a football player. He can throw the Nerf ball up in the air and catch it, and he can also punt now. He's done. He's been doing the Charlie Brown kick for a while, but just now with this Nerf football, he has actually like done a punt. So I know the Panthers were looking for you know some kickers <laughs> and punters <laughs> recently. <laughs> yeah, Kramer's not far off, and now he's only 17 months old, so uh, we'd have to find a helmet small enough for him, but he's got the skill. And so what the interesting part is to me is he's already done so much and had so much fun with this football. We've got this lawnmower right here. I'm hopeful that once he gets his hands on this and starts playing around with this, he loves the lawnmower, and I can start handing over yard work to him you know, by the time he's three years old and, you know, tall enough to reach the actual lawnmower that I use to mow the yard. So I'll, I'll be sure to keep you guys posted, but I'm very optimistic that Kramer is going to be taking over yard working duties in the next year. So, Oh, for sure. For sure. This kid is like, I've been, I've said this so many times on the podcast, like he is a He's like a, a physical like anomaly or something, man. Like one of your diaper dad diaries, I'll never forget. He had like just started walking. He was like, you know, whatever. He was like nine months old and he was like climbing like up your entertainment center. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like it's been like you've told multiple diaper dad diaries. And like like the idea, like he's only two months older than Valley and he's throwing the football up in the air and being able to catch it. And he's like punting it like. This is this kid is absolutely just wild, man. Like I'm telling you right now, like you've got something, you know, there's something special, man. You're, they're, they're putting something in the water down in old, uh, <laughs> old in New Orleans. That he's is, in uh, the, he's in the ESPN wild. top 100 for Pee Wee football. So nice, nice. Hey, are you going to uh, what's where? Where do you and Chittam stand on that? Is he if he wants to play uh, if he wants to play Pee Wee football, you can sign him up. Oh, Mad Money Mike, that is. That's a contentious question that I'm not sure we're ready to broach yet on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally, totally. Just curious, just curious. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but Look, he's obviously he's he's got the the physical. Uh, you know, it's like there's this funny thing, man. Like there's it's just like humans are like snowflakes, and there's just like kids that for whatever reason develop call my kid physical. A snowflake? Oh boy! Hit the edit button. <laughs> Hit the edit button. That was no. a reference to everyone being completely different. But what I'm saying is like you know. There's kids that don't develop like the physical stuff and the coordination stuff until way later. And it just like becomes a timeline. Like the earlier that you like are getting these like skills and stuff, then like the earlier you're going to excel above your peers. You know, he's got a head start. So like no matter what level he's at, he's got a leg up. Like he could just like dominate the competition just because of just biological, you know, being ahead of everyone. So um, anyways, man. I just love that story so much. Like, I'm just like, I can't, I just like, when I think about that and I think about him being just two years older than Valley or two months older, I just like the idea of like her throwing a ball up and catching it, like in just two months from now. And just like, you know, I just, like, I don't even know. To, I can't even describe how much that blows my mind. I mean, I just, I love it. I love visualizing it so much. Can't visualize, wait to meet the K-Man. Can't wait visualize to meet Valley pushing a lawnmower in two months. Come on. Yeah. That's going to save you an hour a week. <laughs> well, so I will say, are you, I don't, should I jump into my diaper dad diary? Come on. Well, all right. So it's different. It's different, but I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with this, but since I'm going, I will say as a side note 
that one of her Christmas presents was a little mini vacuum cleaner. It's like modeled after like a, one of those little Dyson handhelds. So it's like a little baby vacuum cleaner. And like, <laughs> now we thought, we thought when we got it that it like did actual suction. And so it would be like one of these things where it's like, you know, while she thinks she's playing with it, she's like actually sucking some, some stuff up. So it was like a, you know, like a win-win, like she's got this toy, but like whenever we do the vacuum, she like absolutely loves it. And so like we got her this little one and it's like so cute. She's like holding the vacuum and it like makes noise and stuff. So, so we definitely are going down a similar path in regards to let's get these kids on the chore. Let's get it. Let's get the chores going ASAP, you know, like mm-hmm. no, no time to waste when it comes to getting them ready to do chores. So, uh, so love to hear that about the lawnmower, man. And I'm, I'm not far behind. Love um, it. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, the diaper dad diary this week is like, uh, well, first and foremost, like the, the real thing is that we now have a grandma in Portland. That's the Let's real diaper dad diary. That's what goes in the diary. We did it folks. We made it. We made it, we made it, we made it. Like all this time, both of us working from home and having a daughter, a wild, rambunctious, like essentially like just one step away from being a wild animal. Like if you went out, found a raccoon and just tried to like raise it in your house, it's not that much different than that. (laughs) We've been raising this wild woman, just the two of us, like while working from home. And it's been, it's been hellacious. There's no other way to say it. It's been hellacious. We've got a grandma, Elena's mom, just moved out from New Jersey. She lives in Portland now. She's uh, she's gonna be, you know, she's doing the the nanny thing. You know, that's it's it's what she's out here to do. So we've got her uh, for at least six months. We'll be uh, keeping our fingers crossed that after her, uh, you know, six months is up that she decides to stay. But yeah, man, it's gonna really uh, really be a game changer. Uh, mostly allowing me to actually do some work. You know, I think uh, I think I've raised some eyebrows at the old company. <laughs> so. Uh, so I'll finally be able to get some work done and uh, and take the pressure off. So that's that's the real that's the real diaper dad diary, man. It's uh just such a wonderful thing, man. We're so thankful, and um, it's just crazy. I just you know just it's just exciting times. Yeah, uh, one other funny shout thing. out to all the to the nannies. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, Big to all time. the nannies, the grannies, the relatives, yeah. everybody that helps. It's it takes a, a village to raise a child, and we can attest to that as as you just did. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this one other thing that that's funny that's going on that just like been in my mind is that like, so for some reason, like, you know, we, we like, we started, you know, smelling her feet, just like all oh, classic, you know, smell of feet. Well, first of all, she does this like hilarious, like when it's time to like smell something like she like, you know, she like knows how to like, you know, smell. So she like scrunches, she like scrunches her face and does like a, I don't know if you can hear that sound through the microphone, but she like does like a little smell thing or like her little face is scrunched. It's like the cutest thing you've ever seen. But so anyway, so like at some point we like started smelling her feet, you know, oh, and like doing the whole pewee thing. And she just like, it's all, she like can't, st- like now she just like grabs her leg, holds it up. And you just like have to smell her feet and do it <laughs> constantly all the time throughout the day, morning, noon, night. You're outside, you're like talking to the neighbors and you're like holding her. She's holding her feet up for you to smell it, man. It's like, it is a constant, never ending smell my feet fest going on around here, man. So it's just like. It's like the funniest thing, man. Like, I don't know. We just like keep thinking like, oh, it's probably a phase. Like she'll get over it. But like every day is like another like, you know, at least 75 feet smells. So uh, pretty <laughs> hilarious stuff, man. So uh, Is she off the lotion and the multivitamin drops? 
No, 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 no. Has to have lotion the whole entire time. We'll do anything to get to the drops. Uh, now, if you open the refrigerator, she has to get in it. She's got to get inside the refrigerator, and she's like got to like look around. And uh, and if you try to close the refrigerator like while she's looking in it, like be prepared for a meltdown. And when I say meltdown, I'm talking about like purple lips, like passing out. Like she <laughs> is, like yeah, it's hilarious. So. Oh man. Oh man. Yeah. Like I said, wild woman, lots going on, man, but, uh, lots of good diaper dad daughter stuff, man. We definitely, uh, once again, like you said, man, to reiterate, shout out to all the Grammys out there. So we're, we're real thankful for, uh, you know, everything that we got going. Excellent. What a great way to close out this holiday seasonal episode episodes of it's a lock podcast, mad money, Mike season two episodes, 19 and 20. We recapped NFL week 15. We gave our five game pick five for NFL week 16. We gave our locks of the week. We went over the standings, loyal listener emails, Twitter guys. If you haven't yet subscribe to our Twitter account, follow us at it's a lock podcast. Shoot us a loyal listener email. Come on guys. We, we need to hear from you. We're, we're about to send out our, postcards or Christmas cards, but we don't know who to send it to. So shoot us an email at it's a lock podcast is our Twitter and our email is it's a lock podcast at gmail.com. No apostrophes in any of that mad money, Mike, how do you want to close this out? Any final parting comments on this? The couple of days before Christmas, just a big giant, happy holidays to you, my man, to your family, to all of our loyal listeners, to all of our loyal listeners' families. Just remember to be thankful, to love your loved ones, appreciate everything that you can, and just really soak it in, man. Soak in the holiday season, you know, regardless of how you feel about holidays specifically. Just take it as an opportunity to appreciate, appreciate all things. And, uh, and, and, and on that note, man, I just want to say how much I appreciate you and spending this time with you, man. This podcast is, is, is one of the great lights of my life, man. And I just can't wait to do it again next time, brother. Huge ditto, my man. Happy holidays to you and to all of our loyal listeners. That's going to close out. It's a lock podcast season two episodes, 19 and 20. It's a lock. Peace. That'll do it for this week's episode. Thanks for tuning in. On behalf of Mad Money Mike, this is Big Bet Brent saying so long and see you next week.